What a piece of junk. This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Go switch off. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you've found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk. We would be honored if you would join us. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 106th episode of the Shattered Order Podcast. I'm your host, Goodnight Punk, and with me, as always, is my good friend Wink. What's going on, Wink? Oh, same as always. Ready to talk some swaga and uh that that's pretty much the gist of it. You, I'm ready to talk some swaga sitting in my reading chair of my bedroom. That's 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 what I'm doing today. Yeah, you're in a little bit different spot. Uh, you've got some family in, I guess. And, uh, yeah, so you are not in the usual podcasting spot, so you're having to do a little makeshift desk. I saw the desk that you are uh, that you have your computer on. It's very impressive. Uh, I mean, what are the, are those U-Haul boxes? Very nice. Lowe's. Low oh, bo- Lowe's, Lowe's boxes. boxes. And okay. I'm literally, okay. literally backed into a corner here. so we'll see with my back up against the wall what can we come up with for this podcast excellent should i continue to try with the puns should i keep going no probably i don't know if i have any more probably not so uh yeah we we have some good nicknames uh i i completely forget who it was but um i think from now on you should definitely be referred to as darth vapor and I am Grand Admiral Yawn. After last week, I think it's very fitting. What do you say? I think that there's actually a Darth Vapor person in the Star Wars like content creation, so I don't want to steal his nickname. So we need we need another vape centric Star Wars nickname because I know that there's a Darth Vapor that exists, and I don't want to step on his toes. Ah, uh, okay, that's fair. But. <laughs> but the reason that does exist already is because it is so awesome. So there's that. Touche. So whoever Touché. came up with these things, very well, very well done. I'm impressed. Grand Admiral Yawn, if you go and check the, uh, if you go and check the the group chat or the uh, live chat last week, that was my suggestion in the group chat. So yeah. I'm pretty proud of that one. Yep, it, it's not bad. It's not <laughs> bad. Yeah, I, I had a yawning issue last week. I'm going to try to not have that problem this week. So. We'll see where that gets us. So the other thing, I did something really awesome. It's so exciting. Actually, it's not really that exciting. But uh, so apparently, like, our live streams are great. Twitch is obviously the best. But I guess there are sometimes, <laughs> yes, it is. like, posting stuff on the forums. Like, the forums don't allow you to embed 
Twitch videos, and sometimes stuff goes weird on Reddit. So I wanted to find a way to get videos up, like whenever we make videos, because kind of starting to do that a little bit more. And so uh, we are back on YouTube. Um, I don't want to say it too loud. I don't want people to hear. <laughs> that sounded the. Uh, that sounded so wheezy. Well, I was worried about you for a second. I'm not, I'm, it's kind of it's secretive. So yeah, uh, I will throw <laughs> a link to our YouTube channel in the show notes so you can check it out. Go sub if you want. We'd appreciate it. Uh, so you'll be able to find some of. Well, our we had five hundred there at one point. So yeah, we need. Maybe we can get back there. Yeah, maybe. It shouldn't be too hard because it seems like everybody's on there. But uh, pretty the, much, and the, my favorite part is that all these other platforms are so bad that we have to go back to another bad one to make it work. <laughs> yeah, and thank you for being awesome, they, Twitch. But they, we're gonna have to uh, yeah. downgrade for a little bit. Hundred percent. I mean, yeah, Twitch is the best for stuff like this. So, you know, if you. If you want to see the live chat, like, the live chat doesn't go away. You can always go back, throw in a comment. It stays there in the video at that timestamp. Twitch is absolutely awesome. But, like I said, our stuff will be going to YouTube as well now so that, you know, if you have problems accessing Twitch or something along those lines, you can check it out on YouTube. So, uh, that's kind of the idea of what we're trying to do. And, uh, the other thing... Um, oh, actually... I was about to go on to something, but I'll save that for a second. People need to go get their t-shirts. So, uh, we hit, we hit our number. So I got one. (laughs) Yeah, me too. I'm, I got mine. I'm excited. Yeah, me too. So what next week they, uh, the, the thing ends and they'll start shipping. So if you want one, make sure you go jump on that bonfire.com slash shattered order shirt. You can go order the Shattered Order t-shirt? I'm bringing it up right now. Heck yeah. So, you have exactly five days and 16 minutes before uh, these shirts ship, and they won't be available until the next time that we make them available. So, if you're interested in a shirt, you have five days left. You can do it. I believe in you. Indeed. Bonfire.com slash Shattered Order shirt. There you go. Yep. We would appreciate it. Helps us out with, you know... Trying to add stuff to the show and maybe put content out more often. Uh, you know, support goes a long ways. And while we're at it, um, I would like to give a shout out and thank you to uh, Ben underscore NZ, First Order Wookie, and Rukus, who uh, this month joined us on Patreon. So we really appreciate that, guys. Uh, that is absolutely awesome. If you want to jump in on supporting us on Patreon, and get access to all of the roster reviews that I do, go to ShatteredOrder.com, or not Shattered Order, go to Patreon.com slash Shattered Order, and that's our link there. Of course, you can go to ShatteredOrder.com, and you can find the link there as well. But anything else? Oh, I was just entertaining myself with the, uh, the uh, reverse camera there. I'm like, why can I not make my left eye go up, but my right eye keeps going up? <laughs> it's reversed. It's like looking in a mirror. I feel so dumb. All right, anyways, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let, let's go ahead and just jump to this. All right, let's do it. Hey, guys. What did you do in Swoga this week? 
I don't always turn the iPad up as loud as I should. Oops. I keep forgetting. <laughs> um, all right. So. Hey, guys. What did you do in Swagga this week? That's what it sounds like every week. Yeah. I, it goes from, hey, guys. What did you do in Swagga? I, yeah. Well. Well, I literally haven't had anything to drink today so far, and I'm hyped up for some reason. Well, that's good. Maybe I, the uh, maybe the drink will slow me down a little. Who knows? Add some caffeine I because say I for clearly sure. needed it. Like you know, you always yes, yeah. I, you don't that well. I'm not going to say you don't work tomorrow, but tomorrow's Saturday, so at least there should be a little leeway there. I think. Yeah, I do work, but still. Um. All right. So this week in Swaga, one of the things I did. I guess this is not directly in Swaga, but I updated the Shattered Order website, and there is a new page there. The problem is I haven't actually added it to the section where you can just go click find stuff, but I'm planning to do a video about this because I think it's kind of interesting, but if you go to shatteredorder.com slash mods, there is a whole page there. It's uh, basically like a mod 101 page, and I am going to basically put every bit of information that I can about mods. If you have any suggestions for it, hit me up. But I've got some stuff at the bottom regarding slicing and the stats as far as how beneficial green, blue, and purple mods are. Like, if you get those now and level them up before, you know, before you slice them, I think that is going to be pretty beneficial for people and i'm probably going to do a video about that at some point but definitely go check that out because that's really cool today i got my six star treya very exciting Uh, what i'm sorry i just i just wanted to going off your slicing thing i think it's important to say this because i've seen a lot of people on two sides of this right a lot of people will say splicing and then a lot of people say slicing and it's the, it's actually slicing. There's no P. That is correct. So, yeah, there is There is no It is P. slicing. If you're splicing your mods, you probably have hacked the game because that doesn't exist. Yeah. So, remember, slicing, not splicing. I, I know that at some point, if people keep saying splicing, it's going to just tear this community apart <laughs> because people will just be so mad at the people that can't say it right that they'll just, everything will just split It'll be nasty. So slicing. We are slicing mods, exactly. everyone. We are and doing I, to mods. And I will say this. We're doing to mods the same thing that I did to my finger a few weeks ago. Slicing it. Yes, exactly. You'll never forget. That's for sure. <laughs> All right. Sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. All right. Uh, so Six Star Treya. Very exciting. Uh, I've been finishing pretty much second every raid. So, by that calculation, I got 10 raids left to finish her. Very exciting stuff. Um, oh, I got the past week has been the greatest week ever for gear. Our Sith raid hmm. last week, I literally got six fully crafted pieces, including gear, gear 12 plus and actually some incredibly useful stuff. Six fully crafted pieces. I'll try to remember to put it... Uh, I will take the pictures uh, that I have of that and put them in the show notes on the website, shadow.com slash episode slash 106. That way you can check that out because I thought that was really cool. And then um, I got like... A, you know what's funny about what? that is 
the exact same raid, I got six fully crappy pieces. So. Oh, yeah, it's not good. There's that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I remember looking at your pictures and hating you for them. I, everyone hated me for them because they were amazing. And then the heroic AAT raid, I got like a full droid collar and full stun cuffs. And then we finished our territory battle and our guild got a fully crafted, um, which one was it? The cer- dental pick or whatever it's called. Yeah, the dental pick. Multi-tool. Multi-tool, yes. So I, I didn't <laughs> even know you could get that from territory battles. So yeah, literally the best week of gear ever. Very exciting. I got th- put a gear 12 plus piece on Thrawn, uh, got his ship max speed, which is awesome. And then I also put one on Darth Nihilus today because I got the salvage to build my second one. Gave him an extra six speed. And uh, I also spent a Zeta today. You can wait until a little bit later in the show to figure out who that was. What'd you do this week? Was it Maul's second Zeta? (laughs) Oh, sorry. Okay, sorry. Moving on. No comment. All right, we lost Wink's audio, so I'm going to move on. (laughs) All right, so this week, let me scroll down here a little bit. Uh, This week, I unlocked Treya on Tuesday. So I spent Tuesday and Wednesday gearing her up. I now have her at gear 10. I'm a what? I'm a droid caller because holy crap, she needs three of them between gear 9 and gear 10. Yeah, and I had zero. E, not so good. I'm I'm at I'm at 25 droid caller salvage. I just need 25 more, and need them to pop up in the uh, shipment store because I can't get them out of uh, I can't get away from boom boxes to get them out of Rancor. So there's that. But the I need that and one of the black balls for gear 11, and then whatever the three pieces on gear 11 are, and then I'll have her maxed out. But I had her. I figured I'd throw her in at gear nine when I got her to gear nine because I did also did something else I've been talking about for the last two weeks, and that was using five different Zetas. So you Zeted one person this week. I Zeted four, two on one person. Can wow. you guess who the two on one person was? I am going to guess Darth Treya. Incorrect. What? <laughs> Nice try, though. So wow. I got uh, I I Zeta Scion, I Zeta um, Zeta Scion unique, I Zeta Darth Nihilus unique, I Zeta Treya unique, I Zeta Palpatine's unique, and Palpatine's leader. So I got wow. all those. I'm now four away from being able to Zeta Treya's lead if I want to, or doing something else. But I'm about to. I'll probably do hers just so I can flip things around. If I need to, but yeah, spent all five of them. Did not even feel like my galactic power went up at all. For some, some it was weird. Every every time I spent a Zeta, that little screen that pops down and tells you how much galactic power you got for using it, yeah, never showed up for any of them. So I don't know what I got for each of them, but uh, I think Zetas are like two thousand right? something. Yeah, so did that and. Finally, I can beat Treya teams because I also have Treya. So I've been running. Yesterday, for the first time I used her, I ran Treya, Sith Trooper, Scion, Nihilus, and Palpatine lead. And I got up to 21, 
after my payout, so I didn't move much further. I just did my two battles, and all day today before my payout hour, I stayed at 21. I didn't even move. So today, I was able to use my battles and move all the way up to my best finish ever, which wound up being four. So second day of trail, best finish ever at four. We'll see how much I drop tomorrow and how much I need to move up and see if I can get better than four tomorrow. But uh, yeah, that was, oh, that was the other thing. Like uh, Elon saying there in chat, I didn't, I used Sith Trooper, which was awesome. He's the one that didn't drop it all on my shard. But today during offense, I switched out Sith Trooper for Nest, a fast Nest for my offense. And on my fifth battle, I left Nest in. So we'll see how Nest in on defense does compared to Sith Trooper yesterday. I figure if I, I figure I'm going to fall anyway, because being at four, there's people going to push me anyway. But the, yeah. If I don't fall below 21, I'll feel pretty good about either one of those on defense. So, yeah. Running. Nice. I'm just going to switch out Sith Trooper and Ness from now on and see how, how well that goes. But uh, my far, my best finish ever before today was 11. And that was before there were a whole ton of trails on my shard. So, feel pretty good about that team now. So, I'm pretty excited. I can imagine. And then the that's, other thing I did. That's big. Going to start making those crystals well, now. Yeah, now those 350 crystals as opposed to the 200 for top 20 felt a lot better. Yeah. I can tell you that much. Oh, yeah. So uh, the alt account had something cool going on. I am, a one, I am one piece away from having three Gear 12 Geonosians on my alt account. So wow. I've got all the Geonosians almost at Gear 12. I have, almost, I have home one almost fully maxed out. And uh, for some reason on that account, I decided to care about ships. So that's where we're at on there. But uh, once I get them to gear 12, we'll see how that goes. They're holding in the top 75, I think, right now without me doing anything. So once I finish that, I'll see what happens. Because I can write, I can do that account in the hour after my main account's arena. So I can swap to the alt and do fleet on that one and see what happens. So... That'll be interesting, idea. I think. But yeah, it's pretty fun. I enjoy the. Well, you've played them on the on the uh, game changer build. I have. Those Geonosians are fun, so I enjoy. Yeah, they're them. quite good for sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know All what right. happened or when it happened, but somehow Arena became my favorite thing, besides raids in this game. I think I just talked to you too much. Yeah, probably, because I, I, I definitely love Arena. I still want, like, a bigger Arena or something, but, yeah, like, Arena a ton. Uh, I've been into raids <laughs> a lot lately, though. I mean, I've, I've, I pretty yeah, much do raids all the time now. I've actually been having a lot of fun kind of theorycrafting teams and trying to see if I can beat my scores. So, raids have actually been quite fun lately. I didn't see you in the Rancor today. I got reward. I got rewards for it, thankfully. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding, Gojira, if you're listening. All right. Anyways, um, yeah. What else we got? What are we doing here? Well, uh, I think the next thing we have is this. Strong with us. This update is Young Padawans. Apparently, there was a really big update this week. And 
They added some new characters. They fixed some stuff. They moved some characters around. There's a lot to talk about in this thing. A lot to unpack. Uh, where do you want to start at? Let's start on things that are not Knights of the Old Republic. How's that? And then we can move into those things. Works for me. So the first thing is Grandmaster's Training Mythic Event is coming back. For those of you that did not get first-time rewards last time, you should be getting them this time. Only know that you're going to be getting a circle uh, from defense set and a circle from the crit damage set, and then that's it. Yep. So that's that you'll but you'll get your first time rewards this time. Also, holy smokes. Yeah. We didn't mention this in the notes, but they added an achievement for finishing tier three of the event. Awesome. And I don't remember what the other thing in it was, but holy smokes, fully crafted Mark V stun gun. Yeah. Which I needed for Treya, so it worked out perfectly. That's awesome. <laughs> Like, yeah. the day I needed it on Treya the day, is the day we got it. It was perfect. Yeah, we got that, and I believe we got two crit damage gold arrows. Neither of mine turned out to be worth a crap, but, hey, free mods. I'll take them. Yeah, exactly. For yeah, sure. that was pretty awesome. Uh, so, they also adjusted some of the early quest. Uh, they removed some shards from... From one of the quests, I'm not sure which one, and they added in some training droids to help people out with the training droids. Not a big deal. Uh, Then the shard shuffle. This was one of the big things. Uh, The following units have entered new locations. Kira now in Chromiums and Shipments. Infa's Nest now available in Chromiums and Shipments. And Boss now available in the Scoundrel uh, Factions pack. I know you're pretty excited about something else regarding boss that uh, you're going to tell us about in a second. But the other thing was um, they removed Holdo and Rose Tico from Chromium Packs and Shipments. So, you know, if you wanted your Rose. What? Pause. Has that ever happened? Have they ever removed people from Chromiums like this that soon? I don't remember any characters ever being just... Pulled out of Chromians like that. Yeah, yeah they've... Rem- like, I, I believe they There have. were some, like... Like, Leia got pulled out of Chromiums, but she was in them for, like, a year. Uh, there were some other characters they pulled out that had been in there forever. I have never seen a characters be in Chromiums for, like, a month and then get taken out. Or two months. However long it's been. Hmm. It's weird to me. I don't know. Because I, I, if we were to go back and look through the show notes, I guarantee we're not going to see... Um, Bosk being pulled out of the uh, Chromium Packs, or a lot of these characters never left the Chromium Packs. I'm just curious why these two did, you know? It's yeah. weird. It's definitely not common, There's, but... Maybe, uh, maybe if they took them out, people might they might think people might buy more. People just didn't want their Rose Tico chance. Maybe. Who knows? Zathmir. This is for Zathmir. Zathmir might buy a Chromium now. Because there's no <laughs> chance to get Rose. Yeah, that that's a possibility. Yeah, uh, yeah. People, <laughs> a lot of people not not too crazy about the Rose. I'm getting close on Holto. She's finally six star. I, she's another character. I still, I, I, she's way underrated. But what? Why don't you tell us about Bosk? Because th- this is probably the big thing from the update outside of the Kotor thing. Okay, so 
I'm starting to get tired of this, and I don't know what it, how this will change, but Bosk was added to Dark Side Hard 9B. So, yet another hard hard node character to farm. And I'm not, not really surprised because he's kind of a... He's not the, the linchpin, or you don't have to have him in a bounty hunter team, but the, pretty much he will make your bounty hunter team. You can have bounty hunter teams without him that work in dark side territory battles, but he literally makes it much easier. So I'm not surprised that he wound up on a hard node, but th- with the, the amount of characters that they just added to this game, there's got to be some switch to what happens here because are they going to add every scoundrel to a hard node? Are they going to add all these KOTOR characters to hard nodes? Like what is ha- what's going to happen? Or are they going to move people off hard nodes and move those people into stores or whatever, you know? I don't I don't know what's going on or how this is going to work. I'll, we can talk about it in a second, but I think the Knights of the Old Republic thing is going to change things up just a little bit just because of the number of characters there are. Then again, kind of thought that about uh, the solo characters, and we could still see that with them, but we'll see. What do you okay? I missed the first part of that. We could see the same with them for what? Uh, well, as far as like the solo characters, I think we could see something more akin to what we saw with Phoenix way back when, you know, with the solo characters and the Kotor characters at some point. Yeah, I just hope that you know, here's the thing, right? They told the community that. They weren't going to put things in stores again. Well, not... So those are just shard sharp. Well, let, no, but... They mentioned a couple specific this stores. This is one of Galactic those things... Galactic War and Arena that they would not be adding to. I don't think they specif- I don't think they clarified that they wouldn't be adding them to other stores. I agree with you. My point was so, to the other side of that, but just to say that this is a change that if they did what they didn't say... I wouldn't be mad about it. I would be happy if they put things into the shops. Now, I know a lot of people might not be just because they've gone off and spent all the currency and don't have any now because they heard that there weren't going to be anything there. But I don't spend it all because I'm usually at 20,000 shard shop currency anyway. So I I only spend it when I need it more shard shop currency. So I have that currency still for the other stores. If they went back on that, this is one of those things that they went back on. I don't think everyone would be mad about. So, hey, if you want to release, if you want to release the solo characters at the same way you did Phoenix, and just kind of put them all in a place where it makes it an easy faction for you to get when you're a new player, totally fine with that. If they want to do that with the Kotor characters, totally fine with that too. Especially, <coughs> oh man, I was say especially if let's say they, especially if people are thinking with Revan the way they are with these characters, right? So let's say that Revan is needed. Revan needs these KOTOR characters to be unlocked. If they're all on hard nodes or on cantina nodes, the only people who are going to unlock Revan are going to be people that have a large amount of money to spend on those characters' refreshes to get those shards or already bought them. You know what I mean? So... If those Kotor characters are used for Revan and then they drop them in stores or places that makes it a little easier to farm them before a Revan would show up, that would make sense to me. I don't know. Does that make sense? 
Yeah. I think I probably could have said that in a smaller package, but uh, my mind was everywhere there. Yes. So. Exactly. Whatever. <laughs> did you, did you hear I anything there? No. no. Okay. Well, I had to run. We'll and see. Grab the we'll see what the chat computer. has to say. All right. I thought. Okay. Never mind. Um. Yeah, I was gonna do it. Yeah. Packs and bundles. <laughs> packs and bundles. There are packs and bundles everywhere for these new characters. Um. New mod challenge art. You know there. This is kind of funny. There's yeah, new really mod cool. challenge art, but every mod challenge has the same picture, except for the mod set being on the uh, on the. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Is that what it? it was? Yeah, I was like these look funny to me. They looked. I thought they. They originally had pictures of the group that was needed for them. Correct. Yes, I kind of think they'll probably go back to something like that i think they're just kind of maybe trying to alert people that stuff's changing here before too long because i i would expect to see some sort of specialized art and not the exact same thing on all of them but i guess we'll see at some point do you remember what they were before because i don't remember i know i don't because my thought is what if they're getting rid of their requirements yeah because if the pictures before were the faction that were fighting for them, then that would make sense. But now they're all the same thing. I don't know. Just thinking out loud. But anyways, there's new mod challenge art. Makes you think. Makes you wonder what's going on there as they prepare for those new mod challenges. And the funny thing is, in in the mod Road Ahead post, it talked about mod battles getting changes to get um, salvage for splicing. So I'm not quite sure what's changing in mod challenges. Maybe that'll be another way to get salvage because I know a lot of people really don't want to go back and fight mod battles for two-star mods to get their salvage. So maybe they know that that's a thing people don't want to do. I I don't know. I kind of think that they're going to remove one and two dot mods from mod battles, but we'll see. I don't know. Um, no. We'll we'll get into all that stuff. At some point, there'll be a lot to discuss about mods <laughs> before too long. I don't know when, but they say what they say soon. So we'll see. I can't wait for that though, because I'm excited to dig into that stuff. Yeah, soon. The um, infamous soon. <laughs> the other thing, the Chimera events uh, now updated for three v three, so that's very exciting. And then there were some issues that they fixed. There were some bugs. Uh, some relating to new characters that they fixed. And a couple other things, uh, just various um, small things that they updated. Mostly stuff that didn't really interfere with most people. But there was one thing that was really big that they actually did add. Uh, Sabine's armor shred now shows the number of times it's been applied. What's funny? I I just made a video, like, last week. uh, And I had to put put a little ticker on there showing the number of armor shreds and they finally added it so that's very exciting your video's out of date no one's gonna watch it now yeah i know yeah it's it's <laughs> now gonna be considered ancient so yeah if you didn't see that hey, though like i this is literally the okay go ahead sorry i was gonna say if you didn't see my face two video go check it out go to the twitch or the tubes and check it out 
It's funny after we had that that conversation where I was adamant that they needed some kind of counter for this stuff. Um, it just popped up within a couple of weeks, so that's awesome. Yep. Glad to see that happen. Indeed. Pretty sweet. All right. I don't really know too much of this stuff is uh, important. Not really. So. so we might as well go ahead and talk about the elephant in the room, even though it's not actually like with you. Oh. But the what? Something spark your fancy? One. I was just reading through these bug fixes, and this one doesn't really apply to me or you or most people listening, probably. But it's the newer place, newer players that do listen. It will. This is a good change for them because I know in future of the order, this was a thing that they kept having to work around between light side territory battles, dark side territory battles, territory wars. But they updated that guild benefactor uh, quest and removed the task that required you to uh, leave a new guild. Oh, so nice. Or find a heroic Rancor guild. Yeah. So you don't have to leave your heroic Rancor guild and come back to make the quest finish. Well, so that's good. Yeah, I know that I know, talked to a lot of people that uh, that change will help. So Nice. Good to hear. Sorry, elephant in the room. Where is he? Not, not there, but... We do have some new what if, characters okay, what if his head, to discuss. What if his head just popped up right there? That'd be awesome. <laughs> He's just and sitting weird. there this entire time. You never know. It's possible. That would be weird. Um, uh, so, Knights of the Old Republic is coming at us hard and fast, and we got two Jedi. So, this was the thing they were hinting at with the whole Grandmaster Yoda rework thing, and they now gave us... Bastila Sean and Jolie Bindo, which last week we knew about, but we hadn't seen the kits yet. We didn't know what to expect. But now they're here. They just had the marquee events for them. So you've got them in your hands. Time for us to talk about how awesome they are. Let's do that. Uh, let's talk about Bastila Sean first. How's that sound? That sounds good so, because literally. When I read her kit and when we got a hold of her, I was like, some of these abilities were just ridiculous. And now that they are actually working the way they were intended in the game without bugs, they are showing why they sounded so ridiculous. Yes, for sure. So I do have a quick question. Um how many shards were we supposed to get of these characters? I think I got enough to get three stars or four stars. It, I don't know. Okay. It used to be you would get three stars and then 15 shards, right? It might have been, but then they, they made that change to how marquee events were happening. So uh, they made it so it's just literally that star number now. Okay. That's why I was wondering. I just now started thinking about it because I was actually spending some crystals trying to get Bastille Sean up to four star. And uh, I did three of the packs, got seven shards each. So I'm at 21 out of 30. Uh, you know, may- of course. Of course, what? Seven is, is what it always is. It feels so crappy when you get a five. That's the worst. Oh, really? Yeah. I. 
This the, <laughs> yes. This is one of the very few times I've ever bought those packs. I rarely buy them, but um, I wanted to for most still Sean, and we'll kind of talk about why. But uh, we'll go ahead and just go over her kit real quick, since we haven't actually discussed it. Now, she is a Jedi. She is a support, and there is a new tag in the game, Old Republic. Just so you people know, that does not refer to the era. Therefore, HK and characters like that are not going to be in. It is Old Republic. That is an actual faction, just to be clear. Um, she is a strong Jedi support that grants allies an overwhelming first turn with her leader ability, which is kind of awesome. So her basic ability is Jedi Assault, <laughs> Final Text, deals special damage target enemy and inflict ability block for one turn. This attack deals 20% more damage and 20% potency for each active Jedi ally. So she actually has really low potency, which is one thing that's kind of interesting. I think she has like 7% or something. So she has to get all of her potency from either mods or her abilities and stuff. And her basic ability, if she's on a team of Jedi, she's got 100% potency, which is not too bad. Especially to have ability block built in. Yeah, that's especially. Uh, not, not great against Treya teams, obviously, because Treya just kind of says, ability block, what's that? But uh, really good <laughs> ability against any non-Treya Team Sith characters or whatever. Building block, great on basic. Uh, special one is called Rally. It has four turn cooldown. She dispels all debuffs from herself and another target ally. Both gain offense, defense, speed, accuracy, and crit chance up for three turns. Then Bastilla calls that ally to assist. This is a super, super awesome ability. Uh, it's <laughs> like this thing. It's like a uh, illuminated destiny that you can do every what? Four turns? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Let me give you all these buffs and then call you in. Yeah. Go ahead. Yep. It's like giving them to 100% tournament. And especially if you're turning... Except you, you don't pick the ability. Yeah. And if you're calling in, like, a, a character like, you know, Grandmaster Yoda, who gets turn meter. Yoda. Or Ezra. <laughs> Ezra. Yep. Ezra's awesome. You know, Ezra with offense up is always deadly. So, that is a really cool ability. It has that four-turn cooldown. Special two... Subvert defenses. This has a two-turn cooldown. That is as low of a cooldown as you can have besides secret intel for BB-8, but that's just kind of an oddball thing. So uh, every other turn, she is doing <laughs> this. Final tech, still special damage target enemy. Dispel all debuffs, or sorry, all buffs on them and stun them for one turn. So this is something that Jedi needed more of was a dispel because it's, getting through tanks and stuff. I mean, you have Qui-Gon, who is who's good, but he's just not that useful anymore, really. And uh, so it's nice to have a useful character that's a Jedi that can get rid of those taunts. What do you think about that ability? You can use it often. The, <laughs> the animation looks awesome. Yeah. But the, just the fact that it dispels all the buffs... And stuns them if your potency is high enough to stun. That's pretty good, indeed. So, and then the but the uh, one thing it did we didn't highlight is all her abilities are special damage, correct? Kind of like Yoda. Yes, that is a really good point. So there are two points uh, that I'd like to make about special damage. One, 
Special damage generally has a much lower crit chance than physical damage. And the other thing is it does have a higher offensive number than physical damage. Which means, if you're relying on damage from these characters, uh, you're you're generally going to be favoring towards an offense type set rather than a crit damage type set. Because you have the less crit chance. And you have the higher... Uh, damage number, which means you're going to get bigger benefit from those percentage ones. And uh, like my three star, sad little three star, she has fourteen uh, <laughs> percent crit chance on special damage. So uh, crit damage set would be completely worthless on her. Now she does give she does give herself crit chance up, which is 15%, gets her near 30, but, it, I mean, that's still eh, one out of three. is not that great. Um, yeah, so nope. those are her actual abilities that she uses, which are, they're pretty good. That's not what makes her awesome. So let's talk about her <laughs> first unique legendary battle medicine. Meditation. This is a pretty cool ability. At the start of Vasil's turn, she recovers 2% protection for each buff that she has, and all other allies gain 3% turn meter, doubled for Jedi, and Legendary Battle Meditation for one turn. Legendary Battle Meditation is a special buff, plus 50% potency and plus 35% counter chance, doubled for Jedi. So, this is really big for a character like... Who, Ezra? Grandmaster Yoda? Them getting counter chance? The only thing is that this happens when uh, Bastilla Sean goes, like, at her turn. So, she's a slower Jedi. She's going to be much slower than everyone else on the team. So, most other characters aren't going to have that counter chance for a really long time, which is kind of unfortunate. But there is one thing... uh, I do believe that Grandmaster Yoda can spread this. If he has it, I... Well, I mean... And they don't consider it a special buff? I don't believe so. I'm going to have to check this out. Um, And make for sure, because I'm pretty sure that I noticed my Grandmaster Yoda spreading it earlier. That sounds really weird, Mm -hmm. but... um, yeah, I'll have to, <laughs> I'll have to go back and, and make for sure on that one. Um, so sound that clip, <laughs> clip that sound. Uh, yeah, <laughs> let's let's not. Okay, um, we'll, right, we'll that see. means it's happening. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, so her leader ability is initiative. This is with the Zeta, so keep that in mind. But. At the start of the battle, Jedi allies gain 15% turn meter and protection up. 200% cannot be dispelled. And Jedi tank allies gain taunt for one turn. While Jedi allies have protection up, they have plus 150% tenacity and deal 35% more damage. This is really big. And the reason is, they have a buff that cannot be dispelled, that buff allows them to get plus 150% tenacity. 
this is the problem with Grandmaster Yoda against Sion and Sith and just Darth Treya in general. It's not the only problem, but it's the biggest problem. It's the fact that they lose their tenacity. And Grandmaster Yoda's leader ability requires the tenacity, but it just gets knocked off. Now, Bas- uh, Basil Shan, her leader ability prevents you from getting pained. On that first turn, it is basically impossible for your, your Jedi to get pained, which is, which is really big. And the fact that you start with a 15% turn meter. Um, the team I'm testing currently, my old Ben is at 245 speed. That's literally as fast as I could make him. And so he's, I can't remember what he goes at, 288 or something, I think. And with the 15% turn meter, do whatever speed of whatever character it is. Like, say, old Ben, you want to know how fast he is. Take that speed, divide it by 0.85, because that's as much turn meter as he needs to fill up. And that will tell you what speed he's actually going at. And, um, yeah, so you can go pretty early. Even slow Jedi characters will have a really good chance to go early and do something. And that's that's kind of awesome, especially, you know, a character like Old Ben that removes turn meter. The ability block's obviously going to be a bit worthless against Treya teams, but the turn meter could actually be rather important. Well, that's part of the reason that people use that nest so much yeah is that quick turn meter reduction so being able to get ben to do that real quick it would be huge oh yeah for sure so i just want to point out because i keep i have the character screen open on the the forum and i just can't stop staring at these new um graphics they have i agree dude being a graphic design major, these things are beautiful to me. Just not only the GIFs, their GIFs, GIFs, whatever you want to call them. I know everyone's going to have their own opinion on that one. But the uh, not only the one at the bottom that's actually moving, but the, the, the character, um, what do you call them? The character ability GIFs are better, along with the picture of what the actual abilities icon looks like is there now and then at the top you have like a little infographic on the character to start it with synergies and everything this is this is some good looking stuff i mean the only thing the only criticism i have is that i liked it better when they had damage numbers on these pick these you know gifts and you could see them spreading the actual buffs that the people are going to get because it's kind of weird to describe an ability and then not show them getting the buffs in the ability, but I don't know. What what were you talking about? You're talking about the so I was talking about the graphics. All right, the, so we'll just jump back um, in with the graphics. Uh, the, I agree with you. I really like the graphics as well. I think they look super awesome, and it's really cool getting you know uh, just the way they added the names on there, and just just everything they did, showing the synergies and the strengths and all that stuff. Really cool. Um, so as far as her as a character, I'm a pretty big fan so far. I have already zated her leader ability and it is, it is kind of awesome. I am actually a really big fan, uh, because that 15% turn meter gain and that tenacity, they are so good. 
I actually fought. Um, I used my Treya team and fought a Jedi team that was Basilshan lead with Grandmaster Yoda, Hermit Yoda, Ezra, and General Kenobi. And I ended up winning and didn't lose anyone, but my Treya was down to a sliver of health before I got lucky and somehow managed to survive it. These Jedi, under her leader ability, they can survive the wave from the Sith. Not only they go before the Sith, but they can also survive that wave of debuffs because they the debuffs just don't land. I mean, like Scion, he would have to have potency stacked through the roof to be able to do anything. Um, so it is, it's quite good. I am really impressed. I like her leader ability a heck of a lot. It's a lot of fun. There was an issue with it, uh, when we were first testing it and they since got the update out, I think it was today or yesterday, uh, Thursday or Friday. I don't remember exactly which day, uh, but they actually got our leader ability fixed that it wasn't given, um, what was it? Wasn't given the tenacity and the 35% more damage. So now that they got that fixed, it is actually pretty awesome. And it is, it, it's great. It is a lot of fun. Um, I've, I've tested a few different team comps as far as her with um, Old Ben. I did Treya, Scion, and Darth Nihilus. That's actually kind of interesting because Darth Nihilus can do his force drain with everyone debuff because of old Ben. That works really well. Um, I I don't remember what all comps I've tried. I've tried a bunch of different things. I'm going to keep trying things throughout the week. I think uh, Bastilla is going to be my leader ability going forward for a while. Um, I've missed using Jedi. I like the Jedi. So this is, this is my plan going forward. So... Uh, if you want to hear how that's going, make sure you jump into our Discord, discord.me slash order if you're not already there, because I will have a lot of things to say on it this week. May even do a video about it, because it is super fun. I've seen some other team comps out there of people doing her with, like, uh, what, what was the one? I think it was Mobile Gamer, if I recall correctly, uh, that, mm-hmm. that did... Sorry, I'm, I'm going to go... Look it up. Uh, Grandmaster Yoda, Old Ben, Nest, and uh, I think it was Mother Towson that was that seemed to do really, really good. Uh, I mean, obviously, Nest is ridiculous. She's going to make anyone good. Um, but, yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of options here. I think she has a leader ability that makes Jedi the way they can survive that initial rush, like, I think there's a lot you can do with this leader ability as far as various team comps and doing mixed team comps because of the stuff that she gives. So I'm excited to see what turns up this week and what people come up with. What do you think? I think I finally got your picture working. Hey, and, uh, that's exciting. Other than that, I don't remember anything else, so... I will just say, I agree with you completely. Although I will also say this: you just unlock Treya, and then you don't want to use her anymore. That kind of sucks. Uh, You're just not enjoying Treya, or what? Well, I've been using Treya for a while, but I mean, 
what, probably a month now? How long is a week? A month? Couldn't be that long. Um, a couple weeks. No, it's it's been longer than a couple weeks. I can go back through the show notes and find out. But, no, I've been, I mean, I've been using her for a while. I don't have to do that. Uh, I can just go to your Swigga account. <laughs> can you do that? I don't know. Can I? Yeah. I don't see why not. Mm. You do, every point on your little arena thing has, shows your character. Or shows the characters you used when you uh, got your oh, rank. Oh, that is a good point. I was going to go to the show notes and see when I, see if I could find something about when I unlocked her. So, episode 102, I was using Treya. June 15th, you were using her. So, that was, what, a month ago? Yep. So, it's been over a month. Yep. I've been using her for a while. Yep. Uh, And she's great. I mean, she's probably the best arena character in the game, but I don't want to use her anymore. Like, eh. Like, she's great, but (laughs) I don't know. I I, I like Jedi. I'm a Jedi guy. I like Yoda, so I'm... I'm probably going to strip mods because it, the team that I'm using right now, I still really haven't modded. I've just kind of, I, I moved a couple mod sets off characters and back onto different characters. But I, I, I seriously think that this leader ability is going to cause me to do a complete mod overhaul, which I have not done in a very long time and really just rebuild my arena team, go with Jedi and have some fun with it. So I'm, I'm pretty excited. Do you know what does not sound fun at all? What? A mod overhaul. <laughs> that sounds like an hour of pure hell. Uh, see, I enjoy it. Like, I don't want to do it all the time, but <laughs> I, I am slightly concerned. <sighs> I'm slightly concerned because I, like, I've got my mod set up for my raid teams. Like, I mean, I can get 5 million with my RJT. I can get, you know, 4 to 5 with my Wampa team in phase two. Um, I can get, you know, two and a half to three with checks, and then I can get, you know, four and a half to five with Night Sisters. Like, I can get that pretty consistently, and so I'm worried about moving mods off some of those characters and then kind of being in a spot where the team's not working like I'm used to it working and kind of getting in a bad spot, but probably worth it. Gotcha. Well, we'll see. I will not be doing any mod overhauls ever. So there's that. Yeah. Unless they strip them all from my characters when they introduce new mod, the new mods. Well, surely you're going to once they do mod loadouts, and it's like you're going to build some then, right? As long as those mod lo- loadouts are shared across all characters and not just yeah. individual characters. Yeah, because if be. it's like... Because if it's just on the one character, there's these loadouts you can use, then that's a problem for me. But if it's like, okay, I've built a loadout of my fastest crit damage and crit chance mods, and then this and that, then that's totally fine. Yeah, I will build all of those for sure. Indeed. But Cool. Uh, you want to tell us about Jolie Bindo? Sure. Jolie Bindo also has a really cool graphic to go with him. He is a light side healer. You know, it's so funny that since we talked about, when we talked about the different uh, um, 
roles in the game and how healers only had 13 characters. We've had at least two or three added since then. Like uh, Hoda. Oh, yeah. Uh, Visa's Mar, Jolie Bindo now. All these new healers coming in. So yep, that's a good point. That's helpful. And you got to think that, you know, a lot of the... Before we get into what he does, but uh, a lot of videos and a lot of uh, um, early thoughts on him are he's not really an arena guy. To me, that kind of makes sense. I could see him being a heroic Sith guy because, A, he is a healer. Um, healers 100%. get bonuses in the heroic Sith. Throw him in with your uh, your phase one Jedi team and see what he can do because uh-huh. I think that Heck those yeah. bonuses are built for this dude. And whether or not he fits into a Grandmaster Yoda Phase 1 team or he brings up a second Jedi team for the f- Phase 1, it's yet to be seen. But I think it would be awesome if you could run two teams. I don't know. but Yeah, I- I'm with you. I've heard some ideas about this that we might test, so look out for that. For sure. The... <laughs> Jolie Bindo, light side healer, Old Republic Jedi. So, strengths, multiple team heals, revive defeated Jedi allies, and when that says revive defeated Jedi allies, it really means it. Um, Immune to turn meter removal. So that's always nice, because everybody hates turn meter removal. Jolie Bindo, light. Potent Jedi healer with high durability and resistance to disruption. Doesn't this dude like... It's interesting. I don't know. His kit looks cool to me. Not his kit, but his uh, character model. Yeah. It's a, it's a good looking dude. But then apparently he's a sarcastic guy in KOTOR. I didn't really know the character at all, but some of these the names on these abilities are uh, pretty funny to me. So the first one is no other options. That's his basic. Final text. Deal physical damage to target enemy and recover 30% health. If this attack deals any damage... Reduce the cooldowns of Jolie's other abilities by one. So, I assume it, it'll always heal whether they dodge or... Um, is it just dodge? Is Your what sound kind of cut out, so I don't know if you're still alive. Alright. Yeah. Uh, when you go to hit, there's two ways to miss damage, or is it just two ways to miss buffs? Uh, so you can dodge and evade to miss buffs. Is it the same? Both of those are the same for damage, right? Yes. So the question is, I know this is basic stuff, but it's nice to know, well, and maybe other people don't. Well, but if you oh, deal physical damage, if you get evaded or dodged, do you still get the the health? I would assume not. Then the, then the second part of it makes no sense to me, because why would you need to say, if this attack deals any damage, reduce the cooldown of Jolie's other abilities by one? Well, because if he attacks somebody with, say, Foresight, then he's not going to reduce the cooldowns. He's also not going to deal damage. So why would he heal himself? Well, because the ability itself, it deals damage and he recovers health. Those two things both happen no matter what. And then, if damage is dealt, he reduces his cooldowns. All right. Makes sense. That second time you said that didn't make any sense to me, so we'll move on. Because if you deal physical damage, if you... 
they're literally the same thing. If you're not dealing damage, you're not healing. If you're not dealing damage, you're not reducing cooldowns. No, so my thought no. is, you must be getting the heal no matter what. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You get the heal no matter what. The heal and... That's what I said earlier, and I thought that's... Okay, okay, okay yeah. Whether you deal damage or not, you're going to heal yourself. Yes, correct. That's what I'm saying. Okay, then we're on the same page yeah. now. My, my internet so, is making this difficult. Deal physical times. damage and heal yourself. If the attack does deals damage, actually is not evaded or dodged, you reduce your cooldowns by one. So that's... Cooldown reduction is always a good thing. Because not only you're going to reduce it by one just by using your basic, but now you might reduce it by two because... Uh, because you dealt damage, so. One well, something special. Something one. else with eh. this. Oh, are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, sorry. What's up? Uh, something else with this. Something else about this is if you're using him under uh, Bastalshan, or if you are uh, Amagundi, or with General Kenobi, or calling him in with Ezra or Bastala, any time. That he uses that basic, you can be reducing the cooldown. So the mass attacks and all that sort of stuff. That's actually really interesting if you're, you know, say using this team in phase one and you want to keep rehealing Jedi. Like if you call him in, you can just kind of almost keep spamming the cooldown reduction on, you know, his specials, which is really cool. That'll work well with Ezra or even. Well, I guess you can't pick with uh, Kaigon on a second team. So. No, but Bastala... You One can. in four chance. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. Special one. Eh, you do it. This one makes me laugh because E-H, is that even a word? Eh. <laughs> I know it's a... It's a onomatopoeia, is that the word I'm looking for? I have no idea. Eh, you do it. Anyways, eh, you do it. Cool down three... Final text. Another target ally assists. Heal that ally for 30% of Jolie's max health. Then all other Jedi allies recover half that amount. So, 30% health for someone he calls in as a ally or as a uh, assist, and then 15% of his max to all other Jedi allies. So, basically a group heal, and kind of reminds me of episode... I can't even remember now. Two or three where we made up our own kits and I had Mon Mothma and it was basically call and assist and not assist the assist. Just call someone else to do the dirty work. Oh, yeah. And then give them some kind of buff on their attack. Pretty interesting. Yeah, that's it. But that's uh, that one. So it's a heal and you can basically call one of your damage dealers in to do damage. So even though he doesn't do damage, you're still going to get some good damage out of this attack. Special 2, so, that looks hold, pretty hold bad. Cooldown 5. Uh, can I pause you real quick on the special 1 as you do it? The animation on this is fantastic. So oh. <laughs> he yeah. disengages his lightsaber and then just holds his hand up and like, you know, waves his fingers. Just like, kind of waves at it. Yeah, it is absolutely hysterical. This might be my favorite animation in the game. It is hilarious. <laughs> I never even like realized that the he disengaged the lightsaber. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's it's quite <laughs> hysterical. 
All right, carry on. Special two, that looks pretty bad. Cooldown five, dispel all debuffs on that ally, and then target ally recovers 40% health. So it's a dispel and a heal, and and then the fun part. Finally, revive all defeated Jedi allies at 80% health and grant those allies crit immunity for five turns. Well, welcome back, everyone. Because you're now all back alive. No kidding. This this might be one of the better revives in the game. Not only because it revives everyone that's a Jedi ally, but it also puts them up to 80% of their health, along with crit immunity for five turns that's good like even even if the crit immunity uh was there and the health wasn't there it would be better than a lot of other you know revives but this one you got the health you got the crit immunity and everyone's back not just one person yeah it's crazy but you do have the i mean the the downside is it's only jedi but you know that's kind of a trade-off for getting you know like the crit immunity for five turns and the extra health it's it's awesome could could you imagine if this wasn't just jedi how broken it would be in arena well would it though i mean with darth (laughs) treya and nihilus you have two two characters that completely prevent revives no matter what you know which is part of the reason why i'm not excited about jolie in the arena true it would probably pretty much get rid it would pretty much destroy uh, those character, those teams that don't have that in it, though. Unless you killed him first, because yeah. and I, I you, do it, think imagine that, working your butt off to kill three of them, and then suddenly they're all back with eighty sure. percent health and crit immunity. And this is big, like Annoying. newer or mid mid game characters that don't have Treya or may not have Darth Nihilus or. Darth Nihilus and Sion, or even if you just have Darth Nihilus, uh, his cooldown doesn't, re- you know, it, he doesn't get to annihilate that fast without Treya and Sion. They help tremendously. So I, I think for those type of players, he could be super awesome on an arena team. Something to think about for non in game players, though, if you are a newer player you got a new a brand new account and you unlock these two in the marquee from the start right yep these two might be a very good start to a jedi arena team because you're probably going to farm jedi now it's worth it to farm jedi to get grandmaster yoda again so if you have these two along with farm jedi to get grandmaster yoda and oh, you yeah. are ready when grandmaster yoda comes around you might have a you might have a pretty decent arena team for a while until you farm up a better one. But just early game with these two, along with what you're farming to get Grandmaster Yoda, might be really good for a small, isolated section of new players. You know what I mean? Because new players would have to have been playing from Wednesday till this coming Sunday to get these two characters. But for those that are, this is a pretty good start for an arena team for a while. Maybe a couple of months until you got a better one. Yeah, for sure. Dang, that makes this would have been a great time to start that new account. I've been thinking about starting. Hey, yes, it would have for sure, especially for you since you like the Jedi. Yeah. So. Oh well. Um, unique one. Don't interrupt me with an exclamation point. 
Final text. Jolie has 100% tenacity and is immune to turn meter reduction effects. In addition, at the start of the battle, he gains bonus crit resistance equal to half of his tenacity. 100% tenacity plus whatever tenacity he has. Half of that is crit resistance. All right. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's got a little bit of uh, got a little bit of life to him. Yep. He's a he's a very cool character, and you know the plus thirty percent max health. He really is a health focused character, which is kind of interesting because you have um, Basilishan who is protection based because of that leader ability, and then you have this guy. It's all health based. So there's definitely a lot there to kind of help um, synergize. But, you know, like you said, he also gives um, what the – oh, where was I going? I don't remember. Carry on. Tenacity? Uh, carry-ons he gives you carry-ons free carry-on slips for the airport exactly yeah unique two experience and wisdom final text jolie has plus 30 percent max health which is good considering he Mm -hmm. gives out heals based on his max health yes whenever he uses an ability that targets an ally he grants that ally protection up for two turns equal to 30 percent of his max health so basically all of that max health he just got he will now give as protection up to anyone um, whenever he uses an an uh, ability yep. that targets an ally, which is two out of his three. Yep. So there's that. And, yeah, so, I mean, the way you mod him is going to drastically affect things. And, uh, yeah, he's a, he's a really cool character. It's I, I like what they've done with both of these guys. And... Um, I definitely think it is pretty interesting. Uh, it could have been more interesting if this next note on the special was not there. Yep, that's what but, I was about uh, to say. Since it is, it makes sense. But the, the note for the special too, the one that's the heal, says because Jolie's AU do it ability is not always a full team heal, it only affects Jedi allies. As such, it does not interact with the assist call effect on General Kenobi's leader ability. Yep, so that's unfortunate. His heal's not going to call in everyone, unfortunately. The only one that does is who? Luminara? Jedi Consular? Yoda. Yoda? Wait, which Yoda? Hermit Yoda. Hermit Yoda? So you're talking about his second special, not his basic. Correct. Okay, gotcha. That's I was thrown off at first because... Back when Hermit Yoda came out, I thought he would be amazing with the General Kenobi lead because of his basic, but it turned out that it had to be a special ability. Yeah, unfortunately. But <laughs> well, can, you, can you imagine? That would have been just like Akbar. That would have been like Yoda oh, under yeah. the Akbar lead with yeah, CLS. Yeah, that would have been cool. If you put, you put General Kenobi up there with Hermit Yoda, calling everyone in every time, all the Jedi. That'd be fun. We'll never know what could have been. So Those are lyrics. That's from a song. <laughs> so <laughs> there's a lot going on with him. What are your first thoughts as far as where would you primarily use him? We can't talk we already talked about him in the arena for, you know, younger younger players and such. Uh what what would you be doing with him at you know for two immediate like thoughts were to 
two immediate thoughts were to try um, Heroic Sith Phase 1 with him. Yep, I agree. Um, whether or not he's in the Grandmaster Yoda team or you try to make another team, I think he'd probably fit with Grandmaster Yoda pretty well. The other one I was just thinking about randomly off the top of my head while you were asking that, and I don't know how well it worked, but it'd be interesting to try, is whether or not putting him inside of a uh, Kaigon Jin Zeta Kaigon Jin lead team on Territory War defense would make them a little more potent. Hey, that's a really good point, actually. I like that. Um, that's something I'm, I may actually do, because that is a really, really good point. Um you know, just make him all well, they, tanky and let him <laughs> let him revive everybody. Because I do believe if they get killed off, like, and you, you know, second battle, they can be revived, if I'm not mistaken, so. I would hope so, because if not, that would severely hamper this idea. But if you if he was just there to be suddenly pulls everyone back on defense, and now you've got to beat them all again, yeah. that would be pretty entertaining. Yeah, that's... So that's a really good point. And not to mention the foresight, you know, and the the extra speed. There's a lot that Qui-Gon offers that could be really interesting with him. Um, and kind of like what you're talking about in phase one, because of the way Darth Nihilus attacks, he bypasses protection. So like Grandmaster Yoda's protection up doesn't work. Basil's protection up's not going to work. But you have Jolie Bendo here who could replace Visa's Mar in that Jedi team if you wanted, because uh, he heals, um, you know, he heals himself on basic, which is important. And then he can pick someone to heal with his first special, and then he can heal everybody with a second special. And you're going to have Jedi going down because of Darth Nihilus' AoE and stuff. And he will be able to just bring him back without it being too much of an issue. So you don't have to put a non-synergetic reviver in there to make those Jedi work. Or to have farmed Visa Smar, who is obviously awesome in the raid. But, you know, she may not be viable in other places. Jolie Bindo may actually be pretty useful in other places. So he might be a really good option instead of Visa Yeah, I think at this point, most of the people that I know had Visa's had spent some on her shards when she came out, or at least started buying her in shipments. I don't know a lot of people that have got her seven star yet from the hard note itself. So you might be interested if you want to wait for visas or if you want to buy a character. I know that obviously not everyone wants to buy characters. A lot of free to play yeah, and, uh, you know, totally viable that way, totally ways to make it work. So, but if you were to try to get this guy, he might, I'm interested to see which one is better, Bindo or Mars, if you were to decide that that was the one you were going to interchange. Yeah. Well, I think Visas is probably better for that for just the specific Phase 1 team, but I do think that Bindo's going to be so close that he adds a lot in other places that he's he would be the better option. But... Mm-hmm. May, Kind of, kind of hard. Just to say overall that. character. Yeah, just don't, exactly. Yeah, just overall character. Makes sense. Indeed. All right. Um, so yeah, that those are the new Jedi. We have a new Jedi order, and uh, you know, 
time to start taking down those Treya teams. So the next thing that we have uh, is something controversial. And not the part that I want to talk about. <laughs> well, I don't think that part's controversial at all. That's that's true. It's it may be controversial with the powers that be, but we will see. So, uh, <laughs> let's just go ahead and jump into talking about raid rewards. Um, kind of a lot to talk about. So they redid the raid rewards a while back. Do you do you have the notes on everything that they changed so we can kind of go over it point by point and everything? I do not have that up, but I have the I have a picture of the forum post where they changed it back. Perfect. So basically, what was happened was uh, CG Carry said, "I have one last update on Sith raid rewards for the next month or so, at least. I hope we have done some serious thinking about our intention with the original reward change and its rollout." And we've realized that the net effect has gone too far to diminish the value of Sith Raid to players while it's still relatively new, especially at the very top end of rewards rankings in higher tiers. We will be revisiting Raid reward changes in May along with Gear 12, 5, and 6 so that we may more effectively balance rewards and progression for the entire base. In the meantime, in the meantime we have decided to completely roll back all the changes to the way they were prior to the update. That means the return of Challenge Gear... However, it was the only way we could do this as quickly as possible. So the thing that they changed was the they rolled back the currency going up for all ranks, and they rolled back challenge gear went back into the challenge gear went back into the reward pool. Yep. And then um, and then they made it back so you got one full Gear 12 piece or a really good chance at it, whatever, because some people still didn't get one at times. But, yeah, they so they... It all got rolled back to what it was before. Well, come... This said they will revisit that in May. Well, Gear 12 got added, what, end of June? Gear 12 Plus got added end of June? Yeah, mid to late June. Okay, so Gear 12 Plus finally got added in June. That's in there. And still no talk whatsoever. Any thoughts or ideas on Challenge Gear in the raid still or currency going back up? So we got the Gear 12 pieces. Uh, the, the chance that the fully crafted Gear 12 piece has did, just gone away. And... Challenge gear is still in the raids, and the currency never went up. So half of what was promised, I feel like, isn't there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So where do you usually finish in the Sith raid? Anywhere from 15 to 25, somewhere there. Uh, How is your gear? Like, garbage. (laughs) Do you ever get full crafted? I don't care. I haven't gotten a fully crafted since this changed. No. Wow. Since this changed, the rewards for anyone out of the top ten suck. I My, my rewards, I don't even worry about them. All I care is the Treya. Because everything else, it's just 
stuff. And it goes, it's all the way back. So we're back to the situation we were at when me and you got in that argument about this type of reward structure in the first place, where I'm getting two or three of something I need, and it's going to take me 10 raids to get a piece if I go that route. Yeah. Because the chance of me getting a fully crafted piece is gone. So the idea of me getting them, which was what saved the rewards, in my opinion, before the Gear 12 Plus pieces came into the game, is now gone. So that whole reward structure just stinks. And then then on very top of that, okay, let's say one of those pieces you get 10 or 15 of. And then you go and click on it, and only to realize that it is a freaking piece of challenge gear. Sucks. So now you finished the heroic Sith raid, and now you got fifteen pieces of something you had four thousand of. Yeah. Why do you work hard for the raid rewards when you get something you like? You literally click a button and is given to you almost the same amount in a, less than five seconds. You know what I mean? You, you know what I so, wish they would do. I just thought of this, and actually, I don't really wish they would do this, but I think this would be maybe an actual possible solution. Like, I think they want challenge gear in there. And, like, I I kind of get that. Like, I think they should remove it. They should remove it entirely because most of us have 4,000 pieces is- and it's stupid that it's in there. But if you're going to leave it, leave it for, say, the top 10 people because... I do. I think I've been getting second in the raids, just about every raid. And the rewards for top three are ridiculously good. They they are... Which makes your opinion on anything outside of that completely uh, and that's why, disconnected. So. Well, no, not really. That That's why I'm saying what I'm saying. The rewards are... I, okay, so, you, hold, needed, oh, nah, you literally ah, needed ah, three ah, screenshots ah, to show your rewards. I can hold, put them in one window. Hold, one. hold on. So, so that's what I'm talking about. How the are top, you not disconnected? The top ten rewards are so good, they have the increased chances of getting the Gear 12 Plus full craft pieces, which I got one with that the raid rewards I was talking about. They are so good... I don't really have an issue with challenge gear still being in them. But when you go to those lower tiers where you're getting so much less gear, it is. It's stupid to have the challenge gear in there. Just because you're getting such a limited amount anyway, you're like, you don't need, there does, it, there does not need to be challenge gear in there. It's insane. I, I'm fine with it in top 10, honestly. Just because the rewards are so much better than the rest of the rewards. And this is something that they wanted to do, was change it back to where the rewards aren't kind of flat across. Like, they want to incentivize people to get those top rewards. If it weren't for the rewards, I wouldn't care as much about finishing top three. But the rewards are good, so I do. And... Like, they really do need to do something because... There is a lot of um, separation between, say, me and Elon in our guild, who we both finish top three every raid, and the amount of characters that we have geared with Gear 12 and Gear 12 Plus um, 
is substantially more. There is a huge, huge, drastic difference between what we get and what people that don't get top ten get. And, I mean, it is, it's crazy. I mean, do, do you, th- I mean, do you I think that's I- a decent solution? I don't know what your solution was. I don't think I heard it in there. Like, I was a bit distracted too, so I, I just like I feel. so okay, to sum it all up, I get that they want challenge gear in there, but if you're going to leave challenge gear in the raid rewards, leave it for the top ten people, the people that are getting a ton of rewards already anyway. But cut it from the people that aren't getting... I mean, I don't know how much salvage you're getting at 25, but if there's a single okay, piece so- of challenge gear in there, it, it it sets you back a drastic amount versus if you're already needed, in the top. Needed black it. balls. Needed the black balls. Not the, not the Obviously not the challenge part of it, yep. but the other piece. You know, the 375 crystals for 25 one. Needed those. Saw rewards. Saw them. Got excited. There were 15 of them because they were at the bottom. They were 15 pieces of challenge gear. I don't need that. I have 4,000 of them. I don't need that. I just did an entire raid to get challenge gear, which I press a sim button and get for free. I don't understand how that crap can still be in the raid. Like, you added gear 12 plus pieces and people got... People had their reactions to it. Whatever. I don't have a reaction that's bad to that part of it. My reaction now is the fact that the currency going up for all tiers of rewards and the challenge gear disappearing, which helps everyone across every tier of rewards, has not even been mentioned or addressed yet. So I'm really just hoping that we get some kind of communication about that soon because... The Gear 12 stuff got thrown in there. Good to go. Here we are. We're moving past it. It's in there. Let's collect it. Let's put it on characters. Whatever. No mention of the part that was supposed to come with it. That sucks when you're not getting in that top 10 with a chance at your Gear 12s and your Gear 12 Pluses being fully crafted. So now I have a chance to get three... Let's say I get three pieces of challenge gear of the stuff that's 10 plus pieces... Like, I just did a raid for almost nothing, it feels like, because two pieces of everything else, besides the Gear 12 piece, plus pieces, which give you 15 to 20, that part's good. But every other piece is two or three, and you're going to have to do how many raids to get 50 of those, you know? Well, and, so. and part of it, so that's maybe, <coughs> if you get any challenge gear, like, it's probably 30% of your rewards from that raid, at least. If you're in the top tier and you get challenge rewards, it's like maybe 10% of your rewards. Maybe. I mean, so when you're already, like, it really does create an even further disconnect between the top top people that are completing the raids and the people below that. And I, I think that's, I do think that is a problem. I, I don't know that the leveled off gear levels like they did was a solution, and I think they agreed that it clearly wasn't. 
but I think there's got to be something that is a little bit more in the middle. It's, I mean, there's got to be something. I mean, obviously, yes, I agree that Challenge Gear should be completely removed, 100%, no question. Um, but I don't see that happening. And I think if if it is something that they refuse to get rid of, like, I think they should limit it to the top 10 or something like that because it... But it's already happened and it was promised to happen again for Heroic Sith Raid as well as later down the line, Heroic Sith or Heroic AT and the Pit. So yeah, if it doesn't come, that was that's a thing that the players want and was given and pulled away and hasn't come back. That will not go well if it does not come back. Yeah. That's... I will champion this forever. Uh, champ, challenge gear does not belong in raid rewards. I Something so that I can press a sim button and get in two seconds does not belong in a raid where if I want to solo a heroic well, AT, let's say, and have to spend barn. an hour and a half doing it. Yeah, well, okay. I'll gladly take challenge gear if they put good stuff in challenge gear. Yeah. How's that? If I can get some Mark V stun gun salvage or, you know... Uh, stun cuffs, good stuff from the raid for those Then that I need on every character, then that's fine. But I don't need 4,000 salvage of the black balls or, you know, the stoplights or any of that stuff. 100%. And it is. It's frustrating so yeah, as all hell was just... whenever that happens. Uh, you know, going through a raid and then getting rewards just... It, it's frustrating, um, and Here, I, here's the worst. I, there is boom boxes, stupid boom boxes. Okay, I got boom boxes. That's fine. Then you go over to the other piece that you got, and suddenly it's challenge gear as well. And you're like, why did I even do that raid? I should yeah. have just hit join and been happy with it. Yep. Because I probably would have got a fully crafted piece. Now I will say that there is still something that they've talked about that they're doing. They are. They've mentioned that they're going to redo challenges. I kind of wonder if that has to do with this whole raid reward thing. Is the fact that they're going to be... Did they say they were fixing challenges? When did they say that? Uh, I believe it was in... I know we've talked about it, but I don't remember them talking about it. I think it was in the road ahead, perhaps. There there was some time not, not too long ago where they were talking about... That is something that they plan to get to at some point, and it's it's definitely something that obviously needs to be done. Um, it's just a matter of when. Level one hundred, that's when. <laughs> Sorry, level ninety or level ninety five, whatever. Never know. That's when we'll get it. I am. <laughs> I'm gonna try. Uh, all right, you you take off rambling because I'm going to go see if I can find that road ahead post and see if I can find what we're talking about. Anything else you want to say regarding all of this nonsense? I just want to say I hope that we hear something about challenge gear in raids and currency soon because if I can buy the pieces I need because I have more currency from finishing the raid and getting challenge gear in my rewards, then I'll be a little more okay with it because I get to choose what I can buy. But uh, as it stands now, I'm not able to buy much of anything. So 
you know, I need better rewards for, or I, at least I need the rewards that were promised. That's what I'm hoping for. So, um, there was a post, so then we're going to move on to other things. ICFR. If you don't remember what that stands for, it came from Reddit. It's been a we while. We have a nice, nice snippet of information from Reddit this week. Um, basically, StarWars.com put out an article with C.G. Carey talking about the Knights of the, Repu- Knights of the Old Republic characters coming to Swaga. And in the in that she mentioned, you know, Basil Sean, Jolie Bindo, Mission Vow, Zalbar, and T3 and 4. But on top of that, she mentioned a Sith fighter. And basically what that boils down to is in this article, we all finally we all found out that there's going to be also be a new Sith ship being piloted by the Sith assassin coming to the game as part of the KOTOR celebration for the 15th uh, year anniversary. So we already knew about the characters. Now we know that there is a Sith ship coming that will be piloted by Sith Assassin. So if you have your Sith Assassin at 7 Star, if you had her during the Maul meta geared up, you're in a good position because this ship is going to be coming very soon. It's pretty exciting. It is. It's nice to know that there are more ships coming as well. Yep. I don't understand. It was Sith Assassin a pilot, or is that just that's the character they picked? I don't know. Good question. But like I said, to build a ship, you got to have a pilot the way they have it built. So Sith Assassin will be the pilot for the Sith Fighter. But uh, yeah, pretty cool. Um, but yeah, it was definitely confirmed on the. On ICFR by Carrie, I believe. So the person that did the interview also went to Reddit and confirmed that Sith Assassin was getting a ship. Yeah. So that will make two ships since Ships 2.0 came out, including Lando's Millennium Falcon and now this Sith Fighter. You find that? You look. You're over there, like nodding your head, like you're listening, kind of listening, trying to find what you were talking about. Yeah, I'm listening, trying to find something. Did you find it though? That's I the am question. still looking. You can do it. Yep. Just keep going. Just keep 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 rambling. I got nothing left to say. You got nothing. Left I'm ready to for say? trivia. I got plugs. I got plugs. I can plug things. There we go. How about that? All right, everybody. I don't know. I am sitting in my bedroom. Do you think I sound clear? Do I sound concise? Does the does the audio sound still sound good to you? That was because I am using in my bedroom of all places my old blue, my old faithful blue Yeti microphone. Wink over there, still using his Spark XL. I am. We're both wearing our headphones. There's just all these awesome blue products we have on this podcast that make it sound crisp and clear. They put out great stuff. So if you are interested in your own stuff, I'll tell you this. I played Heroes of the Storm last night on my computer, and I used my Spark and my headphones to team speak with my team on there. It worked amazing. It was awesome. Everyone, I could hear everyone clear. Everyone could hear me. It worked out perfectly. So gaming podcasts, YouTube, whatever you use a microphone and headset for, 
they work wonderful for. So if you go to bluedesigns.com, you can check out their awesome products. Use SOP, SOPOD at checkout, and you can get 20% off whatever you want to buy there. So SOPOD, 20% off, bluedesigns.com. Awesome, great products. As for us, if you want to support us, you can head over to patreon.com slash shattered order, or you can subscribe to us on Twitch using Twitch Prime. If you have an Amazon Prime subscription, you get a free Twitch Prime subscription. So if you want to use that on us, it would greatly help us to keep up with all the finances and get great giveaways that we do on this podcast and hopefully that you guys enjoy. So we are coming up on a blue giveaway soon. So we'll be giving out a blue uh, Yeti microphone or a Lola headphones. And uh, last week we did our gift card giveaways, but uh, gift cards are based on our Patreon and Twitch subs and rewarding them for being awesome uh, supporters of the show. So if you want to do that, head over to patreon.com slash shattered order or sub here on Twitch. Other than that, we have an awesome Discord community. If you are not a part of it, you should be because our Discord is popping day and night. I work nights. I always hang out in there. Uh, shout out to Molly. He's usually in there with me at night. Shannon Tate, a couple people. There's a lot of people in there at night. A lot of... Uh, people from around the world just hanging out with me on my night shift. I love it. So if you want to be part of our Discord, go to discord.me slash shattered order all day long, all night long. Everything's going on in there. Lots of awesome talk about this game. So if you're interested in talking with us about that, go join there. Uh, What else is there? I don't know. I think that pretty much covers it. I'm trying, Wink. I mean... I've Fantastic. given you more than enough time. Have you found what you're looking for? Uh, I think I'm getting close, but I'm not quite there yet. And I could be totally crazy. That's that's uh, that's a realistic possibility. <laughs> could be. I think I'm. We'll may, see. I may, you can get back to us next week. It may have been something in ship ship challenges. I'm I'm thinking of. Could be. I don't know. I do not know. Well. Uh, you ready? I'm always ready. It's time for the sexy bearded duo to battle in their swoga knowledge in the most exciting trivia event in the Outer Rim. It's time for the Shattered Order Trivia. May the force be with you. May the force be with me. Not with you, with me. I'm sorry. No. I'm pretty sure your girlfriend was talking to me. I doubt Just it. Just saying. I doubt it. Whatever. I think the music should start playing at some point. I'm waiting for it. Yeah, this is what happens when you use, you know, like a decade-old iPad um, as your soundboard. <laughs> that's that's beautiful, man. It's very sluggy. It happens. Sluggy. Yeah. Is that a word? Super slugs. Indeed. Slugging out. Oh, so frustrating. <laughs> Chewbacca's claiming your force.
Well, the music's not not playing. This is this is terrible. I'm kind of disappointed. I'm sitting here in the corner. Somebody put somebody put Goodnight Punk in the corner. That's from some dancing movie, right? Dirty Dancing. That what I from? have no idea. I don't know. Where's the sultry female? Ask her. Uh, I don't know. I don't know why I assume she knows. Yeah, I doubt she knows. Where's my wife? Joy. I don't know. The music's not playing. So we can do it without without music, whatever. So this is going to be really intense. And those fart sounds are going to be really loud. I don't even know if he'll play those, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> Did the iPad die? I mean, like, I don't know what's going on with it. What, so what it, brought us to this position? I, I need to change. Yeah, I, I need to change some stuff on on the good old iPad. Uh, but I need to just make that all one audio file. I thought it'd be better if it was two audio files, but then it never wants to play the second one. I don't know why. So yeah, we'll figure it out. But uh, <laughs> why don't we dig into question one? Plays that fine. All right, question one. Well, I should probably pick my keyboard up off of the ground. That's that banging sound is going to sound great on the podcast. That's my keyboard, everyone. So enjoy that. All right, here we go. All right. How many crystals do you earn in a day from the arena if you get rank one in both? Wow. Well, I guess I'm closing my phone. I was going to try to finish some daily. All right. So we are tied up 20 to 20 coming into this week. I will be writing in crayon on the box holding the computer. Because that's how high-tech I am. Sounds very fancy. Hey, there it goes. Hey! I feel less pressure now that I can enjoy and bob my head. All right, perfect. All right. So, um... All right, I got an answer. So do I. I am showing mine. What's your answer? Mine is 900. You're going to have to show it, like, straight in the middle, because you just showed it above where we show on the podcast. Like, there you right go. There. Lower. 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 Right there. Lower. That's upward. I said lower. <laughs> Hold it next to there. your chest. Oh, my God. What is happening? <laughs> Which way? All right, that's that's fine. I saw it. I saw it in its times. It's zoomed past the uh, the screen. It said nine hundred, right? Yes. All right, nine hundred is what I have as well. I would have to pull the box from the computer and hold it to the screen to tell you, show you mine. But I have nine hundred as well. Gotcha. Five hundred from five hundred from regular arena. Four hundred from fleet. Awesome. All right. Next up. Question so two. we're still tied, correct? Yes. This is the last one of the season unless we tie again. Indeed. It is 21 to 21. So, all right, let's see. Nine of Crystals was the answer. Question two, up to four points. Name the factions that get a bonus in Territory Wars. Buffer one. So you can get up to one wrong. 
Huh. I feel like I should know this. You probably should. Racking my brain. Alright, I've got my answers. Alright, give me a couple seconds. All seven of them. Seven? Maybe. You don't know. I hope you have seven because the buffer's one. The more you get <laughs> wrong, the less points you get. Yeah. That's true. Alright, I got one. Ready? What do you got? All right. Let me let me answer first. I see you holding yours there, so you 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 can't write on it. I have First Order, Resistance, Bounty Hunters, and Night Sisters. What do you got? I was thinking they removed some, and I put Bounty Hunter and Separatist. Okay. I, I was thinking First Order were no longer getting bonuses. I think they still are, because they're still on Jakku. And the, and the I said at the beginning that okay. it's up to four points. Oh, I missed that so. part. Thanks, Internet. <laughs> so I think there's four. I think I got three. Night Sisters was my guess. Okay. And the actual answers right, are? First order. First actual answers are first order, resistance, scoundrels, and bounty hunters. Oh, uh, I put scoundrels and then I changed it to separatist. God dang it. You're like, it's got to start with an S. How many did you get? Three? I got three. Yeah, this ain't good. Question you got one, three. Bounty Hunters? Ugh. All right, question three. One point each. Match the faction to their bonus. This is from uh, Territory okay. Wars. All right. Uh, a, blank, have a 20% crit chance as long as they have protection. Okay. That's that's okay. All right. Next up, you have whenever a blank scores a crit hit, they dispel all buffs on the debuffs on themselves and gain fifteen percent damage stacking for the rest of the battle. Okay. Next up, blank allies have plus 10 potency for each exposed enemy and gain protection up for two turns whenever they damage an exposed enemy. Okay. Okay, and whenever an ally blank suffers a debuff or attacks with advantage, they gain 5% crit damage and potency stacking for the rest of the battle. Repeat that one one more time. Okay, whenever an ally suff whenever a blank ally suffers a debuff or attacks with advantage, they gain 5% crit damage and potency for the rest of the battle. Okay, I got my answers. So do I. What do you got for A? Bounty hunters. All right, I got scoundrels for that one. Okay. 
What do you have for two, for B? Scoundrels. And I had bounty hunters, so we had the one and two flip. Okay. C, I had resistance. Same. It talks about exposes. And then D, I had first story. Same. All right, let's see who got it right. A is scoundrels, B is bounty hunters, C is resistance, and D is first order. So I got four and you got two. That gives me a nice four point lead, right? Question four. Yes. Don't worry, there's probably a lightning round, which means you're you're gonna I win. I bloody hope so. <laughs> Alright, here we go. Trivia four. Jerry has found a use as a counter to a current meta character. Who is he especially good at killing right now? That's part A. There's three parts to this. Okay. Okay, and who is typically his leader in this team? Okay. This one might bring you back. All right. When doing that, what Jerry does best, how much turn meter does he gain each turn? I do not know that part, but... Me either. I got my fingers crossed. All right. You got your All right. your answers? I got my answers. My answers are Treya, Thrawn, and 15%. The last, what were yours? The last one was how much turn meter does he gain when he does this, right? Yes. Okay. 90%. I also had Treya and Thrawn. All right. The answers are one point each. Darth Sion is the one he's uh, good at killing. Grand Admiral Thrawn. And 90%. 20% from Grand Admiral Thrawn's lead. 70% from Magma's unique. Crap. Alright, so you gain one on me. We both miss Treya. So Sion is the one he kills in the team to make it easier to get to the other ones, I guess. Yeah, I remember I've not used him yet. No, but... yeah. I wasn't. Eh, I don't know. Stupid. Question number <laughs> five. All right. Question number E. The farthest back you can be in arena and still reach rank one in five battles is what rank? I don't understand why this is up to five points. How do you get five points for this question? I'm going to fight that if you get it and I don't and somehow beat me on a one-question answer. I don't see where five points comes from with this. The farthest back you can be in arena and still rank one in five battles is what rank? Mm. I, I, I wonder if it's asking for each what the exact jumps are. Yeah, I don't know, man.
Alright, I got my answer. Yeah, I don't know what my answer is. I got an answer. Alright. What do you got? Showing my answers. Can't see it. Alright, there you go. 27 to 20 to... 14 to 9 to 5 to 1. Alright, I put uh, 35. Okay. What was your answer? 27. 27 is right, but I'm not going to allow five points for 27. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not sure what the scoring is supposed to be on that one. That The, the five points is why I, okay, I assumed it, it was... I, I don't think it was update, because it says up to five points. Then the next screen says one point each, but there's one answer. That's why I, th- I so. think it's... That's why I think it was asking for the jumps. What are the... But the jumps aren't listed in the answer. Yeah, no, yeah. So I think it was a one-point question. (laughs) Uh, What are the rest of the answers? What answers? That's literally the answer. Rank 27. Oh. Repeat the exact wording of the question. The farthest back you can be in arena and still reach rank one in five battles is what rank? It's asking for one rank. That is true. 27. Yep. So. We'll get, uh, we'll talk to the council about making sure the point thing on the top is updated. But thank you, Teshkarn, for these awesome questions. I'm not taking anything away from how fun you, you and everyone else that participates makes these questions so let me make sure there's no extra names here yeah it looks like tesh did all these questions so thank you this week tesh appreciate it well done very well done well done sir well unfortunately that that pretty much wraps up this episode and Yeah, I think uh, anything else you guys need to know will be in the show notes. We got through this episode in under two hours. Wow, this is crazy. This don't happen very often. So um, I guess I just, I guess we didn't have a whole lot to talk about. Or we were just really rambly. I don't know which one it is. But uh, Or I'm stuck in a reading chair in my bedroom and ready to stand up because my back is That's understandable. So, (laughs) real quick before we go, patreon.com slash shattered order. If you want to get a roster review, get entered for the gift cards, and just generally want to support the show, we'd appreciate it. Audibletrial.com slash shattered order. Don't forget that. That Thrawn book's coming out very soon. Shatteredorder.com. You can go there. Uh, we have all of our links on there. Shadowdoor.com slash mods is that new mod guide that I was talking about. You can see the show notes to all of our episodes. You can even see the amazing Hothski report by Mialbaka. Uh, that's on our homepage. You can order your Shattered Order t-shirt. Like I said, five days left. Go get on it. We would really appreciate it. And I am not sure if there's anything else other than we're on YouTube. Uh, Links in the show notes if you want to go subscribe (laughs) there. Or you can use the search function. Anything else? 
Thanks for watching. Uh, next week, new Old Republic characters is the trivia uh, title. So we'll see how that goes. Cool. But other than that, thanks for listening. I'm glad that we got to do this. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens next week, but we will be right here, same bat time, same bat channel, to bring you more information. So from us to you, have a good weekend, and we will see you next week. Later!